Welcome to Talking Up Eagle Mountain, where we discuss a variety of topics related to Eagle Mountain City government services, programs, and goals. I'm Mayor Tom Westmoreland, and I'll be the host for this episode. Our subject matter for today is the 2019 municipal election. We have guests with us, uh, Finn Kofed, our city recorder uh, and elections official. We also have uh, Josh Daniels, uh, Chief Deputy Clerk from Utah County. Welcome to both of you. Thank you for, for being here. Thanks for having us on. Thank you. Uh, Finn, let's, uh, let's start with you. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the election process. I know there have been uh, considerable changes, and what can our um, residents expect? Um, at this stage, residents should have received their ballots in the mail. Uh, the city has been receiving ballots back here at City Hall. We have a ballot box at the city recorder's office and then also a drop-off box outside of City Hall. Um, voters can also put their ballots in the mail. Um, one significant change since the ballots did go out was um, Ben Porter has withdrawn. So even though his name appears on the ballot, um, if any individuals do vote for him, those votes will not be counted in the final election results. So some important dates to remember. Um, October 29th is the last day for residents to register to vote online or request a ballot by mail. And then uh, one important thing people need to know also is we recommend that the ballots are, if, if individuals are putting their ballots in the mail, that they have to be postmarked by November 4th to be counted uh, in the election count in the canvas. And we recommend that people get their, their mailed ballots in ahead of that time uh, just to make sure that they are counted. Um, just because they put the, their ballots in the, ba in the mail on November 4th doesn't mean they'll be postmarked. So we just want people to think ahead with, with that one and just make sure that their votes that they cast are actually counted. Um, Finn, I have a quick question for you. Just a clarification. Now, you mentioned uh, that, was it October 29th is the last day to register online? Is that, is that what I heard so, you say? So online, if um, individuals, if residents haven't registered, they can actually come to City Hall or any other voter centers within Utah County on Election Day and register and then vote with a provisional ballot. So uh, if uh, someone were to go online and uh, register, say today, uh, is there any chance they would receive a ballot in the mail in time to vote uh, on that ballot? Or would they, uh, should they be expecting to come into a voting center? So at this stage, because it's so close to the election, my recommendation would be to come to City Hall and um, they, can, they can vote here at City Hall on Election Day or one of the other service centers. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe you can... can yeah, maybe yeah. Josh can well, jump so, in on this. So the deadline is the 29th of October, which is tomorrow. Yeah. So if they were to register today or tomorrow then they could get a ballot, although, you know, they'd be getting that ballot in the mail just a day or so before Election Day. So um, that's one option. And then, of course, if for some reason they didn't get their ballot in the mail, even if they had requested it, 
they can still vote on election day in person here at Eagle Mountain City Hall or at the other voter service centers. And you know the other important thing to note about when polls close, polls close at 8 p.m. on Tuesday, election day. At the same time that polls close, the ballot drop boxes also close. So if you have a mail ballot and you forgot to get it postmarked on Monday, which is the postmark deadline, you can still turn that mail ballot back in to the city as your cast vote um, at the drop box. There's a drop box here inside City Hall. There's a drop box out at the curb at City Hall. And that box won't be closed and locked until 8 p.m. So any day, you know, at any time on election day, you can still drop your ballot off in the ballot drop box. Not the mailbox, but the ballot drop box. Great. And a lot of people do take advantage of that, that process. I know it's one that I enjoy. A lot of us just feel comfortable watching that ballot, <clears throat> excuse me, watching that ballot go right in the box. So One thing we want to avoid, though, mm. is if you have a ballot, fill it out and bring it uh, to City Hall, drop it off. Um, we want to avoid any potential uh, situations where we have long lines. We know we've all experienced that in the past. And that's the beauty of vote by mail is that we, we get to avoid those long lines. People can come and, well, they've several options as we've, we've already discussed, put it in the mailbox, drop it off at City Hall. And, but in the event that something goes wrong with their ballot or not receiving one, they have multiple uh, locations that they can go to in Utah County and vote on Election Day. Now, uh, Finn, you mentioned lines. I know in years past, in elections past, we have experienced lines. What do you anticipate for this election cycle? Are we going to see long lines? Based upon what we saw at the during the primary election, I don't anticipate that. Um, typically, we experience those lo longer lines during the general elections and national election. Um, but we have experienced lines at City Hall in the past during a municipal election. The, the system that is in place right now with the upgrades that the county has made in their voting systems has, has really improved. And um, It is really a different experience now. Uh, Josh, uh, what, what can you tell us about, uh, about the changes that have taken place in that voting process? Well, so now that we're a universal vote-by-mail election where everybody receives a paper ballot in the mail, we have mirrored that same experience at our polling locations. So if you show up on election day because either you know you didn't get your ballot in the mail, you recently moved here. By the way, you can register to vote for the first time at the polls if you'd like. On election day, if you're not a registered voter, you can still show up on election day and you can register to vote and vote that day. But for all people, you'll have the same experience. You'll receive a paper ballot um, and then you'll put that paper ballot into a scanner at the polling site. What that does is it, uh, it actually reduces bottlenecks from previous years where we had many, many, many voters waiting to use just a few of our electronic voting machines. Now we've gotten to where Anybody that shows up and checks in will get a ballot printed off on demand for their specific precinct, which uh, really helps reduce the bottlenecks at, at both the check-in process and, and the voting process. So we can accommodate a lot of voters simultaneously at a service center who are voting 
on a paper ballot that's been printed for them. And then they'll line up and, and put those ballots into the scanner. And just that process alone is so much faster than in 2018 when there were a limited number of, of touchscreen machines, which we're, we're not using this time around. We still have them for, for those that need like the handicap accessible features um, that's available. But generally speaking, most voters will vote on a paper ballot just like the one they received in the mail. Great. The, uh, that service, uh, that convenience of being able to register on voting day is big, especially for a lot of our residents of Eagle Mountain that have fairly recently moved. They've, they've moved here since the last election cycle, so they may have not taken the time to register. So uh, that, that makes things very convenient. Uh, Josh, you also, also mentioned uh, various uh, polling centers. Uh, do you happen to have that on hand? Let's say someone's at work. Maybe uh, they don't, you know, schedules are tight, fighting traffic, whatever, uh, rushing, uh, trying to rush back to uh, Eagle Mountain City Hall. Are there other locations that they could vote as well? Yeah. So all of the major cities in the county that are having a municipal election, uh, most of them have a voting service center in their city. And you can go to any voting service center in the county and vote uh, no matter where you reside. So, for example, American Fork, Eagle Mountain, Highland, Lehigh, Linden, Orem, Payson, Pleasant Grove, Provo, Salem, Santa Quinn, Saratoga Springs, Spanish Fork, and Springville all have in-person voting centers on Election Day. Great. So uh, even if you live in Eagle Mountain, you can go to any of those polling centers. That's vote. right. That's another great, yep. great convenience. And those are listed out on our website and, uh, you know, just the Utah County Clerk's election website. Pretty easy to find. Um, it's also that information was sent out in ballots, too. So, so Josh, uh, tell us how it's gone so far. Now, this vote by mail is still fairly new. Uh, how's the transition been? What do, what, do, what are you seeing out there? You know, the, the biggest issue with vote by mail um, for our county specifically is, um, you know, number one, voters being aware of it, right? Being aware that you're going to get a ballot in the mail. Don't throw it out. Don't overlook it because then you'll end up in a situation where you have to vote on election day. And that contributes to lines. Um, the second issue is we have a very mobile population. People are moving, um, young families, you know, new families. And, um, and so if your address isn't updated with the, with the voter records, you're not going to get a ballot in the mail. And so um, that also contributed to people showing up on Election Day. What we found was in the 2018 general election where we had long lines, um, we had about 10% of all voters who came to vote on Election Day, which isn't that many. It was about 18,000. But our problem, our big bottleneck, was that we had a limited number of voting machines and, and that was a real problem that we had with our vendor where they didn't supply us as many machines as they ought to have. And, um, and we just ended up, uh, you know, too little too late and with long lines resulting from that bottleneck. And, and we've, we've sought to fix that by printing ballots on demand for folks at, at the polling center. Um, and I think that's going to reduce lines going forward. Um, I think that this last few months, as Finn mentioned during the primary, we did notice a lot fewer people showing up on election day, which is a good thing because, hey, we sent them a ballot in the mail. There's no need for them to show up on election day unless they absolutely have to. Um, and we had less than 300 total voters countywide for all the cities having primaries that showed up to vote on election day. And I think that part of that is that people are getting used to vote by mail. 
they received their ballots in the mail and were able to send them back. Our office has also spent a significant amount of time updating voter records based on changes um, in mailing addresses. Um, we get updates from the post office regularly about changes to addresses, and we go through and we look at the, the voter registration database and make sure that it's up to date at all times so that when we send ballots out, they're most likely going to get to, to those voters that are there, and we're going to have very few address change problems. Well, thanks, Josh. Uh, certainly, Eagle Mountain really uh, appreciates the efforts of the county to improve the process and uh, that voter experience for our residents, because that makes a big difference on really our attitudes, the time it takes to vote. Uh, we really want to make it as easy and uncomplicated as possible to participate in this very American process. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Finn, uh, let's, let's touch again on what... Uh, what our residents, what our voters can expect on uh, voting day. Let's say, uh, let's say I haven't registered yet. I want to come in, I want to register, and I want to vote. Do I need to bring a power bill to verify my address? What kind of identification do I need? Uh, can you give us some additional insights there? Um, sure. You'll, uh, individuals will need to bring in some identification, uh, identification that's issued by the government, um, photo, I photo ID, so a, um, a driver's license, and if they need to have something to, so, so there's identifying who, they're, who they are and then also their residency. And they can use a, um, a bill that has their address on it or um, registration, something that, that has their name and address that identifies where they live, and then identification, government-issued identification, photo ID um, showing who they are. Um, it's as simple as coming in and uh, presenting that information, and um, the, the, the individuals, the poll workers, will find them in the system. If, if they're not in the system, they haven't registered, then they would fill out a provisional ballot and they're filling out the same ballot as everybody else. It's, it's printed and um, they get to vote like everybody else. And that, that one thing there is probably one of the things that has frustrated um, residents over the years is that people don't know and they've shown up in years past to vote on election day and they're not in the system. And they, they, um, they, they can't register, They're, they pass the deadline. So I think that's been one great change over the past few years with, in, with the legislation that allows people to come in and do same day registration on election day. I think it's great. Um, and uh, we have really appreciated the, um, the, um, the, the county and the partnership that we have with them in helping us get through this municipal election. They're fantastic. Thanks. Great. We appreciate both uh, the, the county and our city staff for all of the great work that they do and our uh, poll volunteers for their professionalism. And we really expect uh, that our voters will have a great experience on this, on this voting cycle and that we'll just continue to improve and, and we'll continue to look for ways that we can, we can all serve the public there. Well, we're just about out of time. So we, uh, want, again, I want to thank you for being here. Is there anything that either one of you want to add uh, in closing? 
No, it's pretty simple. I'd, I'd say that the only thing is people might be interested in the, in the results of the vote. Um, when polls close at 8 p.m., our office will immediately release publicly um, all of the results that we have up until that moment. Um, and then thereafter, the, during election night, we'll update those results as we continue to count uh, votes that come in from election day. I anticipate that that 8 p.m. release will be 80 to 85 percent of all the votes that will have been cast in, in, in the race. And then later that night, by the end of election night, 11, 11.30 p.m., the additional results will probably amount to 90, even you know, even more percent of the vote. And then we'll get a few more votes that trickle in after election day from folks that mailed them in and that were appropriately postmarked by uh, Monday the fourth. Well, great. Again, thank you, uh, thank you, Josh, for being here. Thank you, Finn. And uh, so. We want to also recognize our uh, production staff, Evan Barrett and Linda Peterson, uh, who uh, recorded uh, uh, interviews with uh, candidates uh, to add to this podcast uh, for the benefit of our voters to get to uh, know a little bit more about the candidates in this, uh, in this election cycle so that you can make uh, good sound choices. So uh, we'll now go to those, uh, those interviews. Okay, we are with Jared Gray, candidate for Eagle Mountain City Council. Um, Jared, thanks for being with us. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I've been involved in Eagle Mountain for a lot of years. Uh, as a teenager, I actually worked as a farmhand for Cedar Valley Farms out here in what Cedar Valley uh, High School is obviously named after. Hmm. Um, so worked as a farmhand, farm on the ground that is now mostly subdivisions. So I saw this city go from farm dirt to houses um, as, as a youth. After high school, I served a two-year mission in Chicago, Illinois, for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And after my return, I married uh, Heidi Hoagie. Uh, together, we've had four kids. The oldest is currently in Brazil on a mission herself, my daughter. Uh, she's almost 20. I have a senior at Westlake High School, Cameron, a daughter, Courtney, and another daughter, Kelsey, 15 and 13, one at uh, the new high school and also the junior high out here. So that's the, the family. There's six of us all together. Uh, Heidi and I started in business when I was about 21 years old. I started with trucking, uh, been in all facets of business. I've been a business owner our entire married life with trucking, excavating, real estate, uh, other businesses of that nature. So I understand development, trucking, excavation, roads, things like that, which we'll get into in a minute. Um, but I also have served on many boards here in Eagle Mountain, including Cemetery, Parks and Recreation, Youth Council, Planning Commission, uh, probably the most notable Pony Express events, which is uh, I'm the president of, and, and that's where we do the Demolition Derby, the Rodeo, the Enduro Cross, events like that for Eagle Mountain City. So those are events that I've been able to coordinate and show some of my leadership to promote So some of my experience here in Eagle Mountain. Can you tell us a little bit about what your purpose is in running for city council? What's your platform? What's what's your why for city council? You know, that's interesting. This is actually my third time running, so uh, kind of by accident. I, the first two times were by design. This time I was nominated. Um, not something that I have sought out after for power or anything of that nature, simply to serve. My, my platform or my desire is just to serve. I think that it should be a an opportunity for for people to serve to be on council and uh, I definitely am here to 
use what I've learned in business and my experience to be able to promote and and better the community that we live in. So that's that's one of the reasons why I ran. And, and as far as a platform, you know, I mean, I have experience and I offer my knowledge and experience in my business life and take that to the council to better some of the situations we have, like roads and traffic and uh, development. Those are areas that I'm worked in in my business life. So those are the areas of experience that I felt like my knowledge and experience could help on the council to strengthen our already good council. And running for city council, you're putting yourself out in the public, in the public eye. Um, it's got to be a pretty uh, interesting experience. Uh, as you mentioned, you've been through it a couple of times. What have you learned? What's what's it like running for city council? You know, it's interesting, uh, all the different things that come up, just meeting the people and being able to talk to them. Uh, I feel like it's a little bit of old hat because I've done this before, so maybe the experience might have a little bit of an edge. But, you know, it's it's just fun to get out and to talk to people about what's important to them and then do your best to try to serve and help those people promote or further those agendas. Uh, and sometimes it's not always the same agenda for every person, but to be that, that guy in the middle that's able to help the people get where they want to go, I guess, is is one thing that's that's fun for me, I guess, that I could say I've learned and, or learned to appreciate at least on the campaign trail. Appreciate your time, Jared. Thank you. Okay, we are with Devin Smith, candidate for Eagle Mountain City Council. Devin, thanks for being with us today. Yeah. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm Devin Smith. I've uh, family first moved out to Eagle Mountain in 2009. Uh, I've been a homeowner out here for the last two and a half years uh, in city center. Um, currently work as an account manager for Bullfrog Spas up at the their headquarters in in Bluffdale. So uh, that's a lot of fun. Can you uh, tell us why are you running? I mean, this is a pretty big thing for any any person to do. It certainly what's, is. Yeah. What's your why? Well, for me, when I when I uh, moved in, I kind of wanted to know where could I jump in and help. Where where in the city can I uh, put in some effort and and be of service? And so I started attending all of the city council and planning commission meetings, looking for you know where does the city need help. Uh, and eventually I kind of decided that this is a good spot. This is, this is uh, a place that needs help, a place where I can uh, jump in and serve. I've been attending those meetings so long that, you know, I, I know what's going on. I know how they operate and how they work. And so I decided to, to jump in and do that. And uh, for me, it's all about seeing what I can do to, to serve uh, the citizens of Eagle Mountain, to serve the, you know, the city that I love. Are there particular things that you're concerned about? Uh, concerned about not, not necessarily. I think that right now as a city, we're actually in a pretty good position. Um, I don't think that, you know, we're certainly not any type of a broken city or, you know, a city that needs fixing, but I think that we just need to continually have some new and added perspective as we move forward and we continue to grow. I mean, running for city council, that's, that's gotta be a challenge. Um, you're in the public eye, um, more so than you've ever been, I'm sure. Is, what is it like running for city council? Is it, uh, is it as intimidating as it appears? <laughs> it, it really is putting yourself out there. It's uh, In a way, it's kind of asking a lot of people to judge you, and that can be a little bit hard sometimes. Um, but, it, I mean, it really is putting yourself out on the line. But it's it's been such, uh, such a blast. I mean, it really is tons of fun. You get to meet so many people. You get to learn uh, so many different things because there's so many uh, talented and, you know, knowledgeable people here in our city. And, 
And so as you get to talk to all of these different residents, you learn so much. And it's so uh, really kind of inspiring just to talk with everybody, learn what everybody's concerns are. Um, you know, when you when you jump into the race, you feel like you have a good feeling for what everybody thinks. And all of a sudden you start getting asked uh, all of these questions and you start learning of, of all of these new things that citizens want and they need and, and they're looking for. So it's uh, it's a ton of fun. It's a lot of hard work. It's uh, a lot of asking people to judge you, and that can be a little hard sometimes. Uh, but it's just a great experience. It really is. Well, thanks for being with us today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Okay, we are with Rich Wood, a candidate for Eagle Mountain City Council. Rich, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. Uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself first? Uh, my wife and I moved out here uh, in 2012. Uh, I was selling homes out here as a real estate agent, uh, uh, more specifically out in the city center area. And I lived in Murray, so the, the way that I would come in on, is on Redwood Road, and so I'd come down Ranches Parkway, and I was very taken with how beautiful it was to drive through that area. So I asked my wife to come and join me one uh, one evening after showing houses, and <clears throat> we loved it. We loved the entrance to the city. We loved the feel of it. Uh, we were at that point where it was time to make a decision about uh, buying our first home. And so uh, we started looking around. We actually came out to city center and looked through all the areas out here, uh, drove through Cedar Pass Ranch and a number of other areas. And thankfully we had a daughter who needed to use the bathroom, and we ended up in Silver Lake <laughs> Uh, at the park there, and that's how we found our house. So it's been great. We've lived out here, and I've wanted to be involved in however I could be involved in civic things out here. I'm uh, very involved in my neighborhood as well as uh, church callings, and um, and I was also coaching Little League football and high school football during that time, and I decided that I'd like to make a step in a, a more permanent situation where I lived. And so I sought uh, the appointment to be on the Planning Commission. So I've been serving on the Planning Commission for the last two years. Great. So briefly, can you tell us what, what has driven you to, to want to run for City Council? What's, what's your why for running? Well, honestly, uh, after being on the, the Planning Commission, I became very aware of what was going on in our city, uh, specifically with land use. Um, and as I uh, got my feet underneath me, uh, learned what the processes were, um, understood the code, uh, and started writing the code, to be quite honest, with uh, a number of items. Uh, we were working on the general plan when uh, when I came on to the Planning Commission. So some pretty big things as far as land use in a city goes. After the, the general plan was accepted in July of 2018, we knew we needed to make a big change with the zone code. And so I went to work with uh, our planning director and a couple of our city uh, planning commissioners and we wrote a new zone code. Uh, a lot of that is, is my own writing. And I realized that though I enjoy being on the recommendation side of things, that I really wanted to be more on the final say of those kinds of things. Because uh, in the Planning Commission, as, as much good as we do, the final decisions can be very different from what that may look like. And I wanted to be part of some of the final decisions of those things to see to it that the reasons we moved out here uh, were upheld, and that we'd be able to have some of those things for our kids, and we'd be able to stay here in Eagle Mountain. So running for city council, it's a big undertaking. You got a lot of people watching you, learning from you, and listening to you. What what has it been like for you? Well, you know, it's been good and bad. I mean, I think that any any person who runs for 
any kind of office will tell you that. Uh, I've been very uh, humbled by the uh, support that I've received. Uh, not just people who knew me before, but people that uh, took the time to listen to what I had to say and to research uh, some of the things that uh, I've encountered on the Planning Commission. And gratefully, I have kind of that to be able to refer them back to. I mean, it's a public record, and so they can go back and hear my exact words. They can see the decisions that we made and how we got to those decisions. Uh, the things that are hard is, you know, people, they don't like uh, the outcome of some decisions or they may not like, you know, some one or two of the things that you are talking about or whatever. And, and those things can sometimes become a scorched earth kind of thing. And that's not that great. That part of it's not a lot of fun, but it is what it is. That's that's part of politics and, and running for those kind of things, which I'm not really a politician, so that part, I don't really love that. Some people enjoy that kind of debate. I'm not really a person who enjoys the argumentative stuff, but it's been nice to, to be able to talk with people about what they'd like the city to become. Thanks for being with us today, and appreciate your time. Thanks a lot. Okay, we are with Colby Curtis, um, current council member of the Umount City Council running for re-election. Thanks for being with us, Colby. Thank you. Um, let's, uh, let's hear a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, as Evan said, I'm Colby Curtis. Uh, I have been on the city council since January of 2016, so this is the first term. Uh, just finishing up first term, hopefully to be a second term. Uh, I've been married for 11 and a half years to my wife Adele, and we have uh, a one four-year-old boy named Levi. Um, and I am also the only sitting council member who's running for re-election, so we have the three spots, and I'm, I'm the only one that's running again. So that's just a, a little bit about me. Uh, I am a, a software developer in my day job, and uh, I, I'm lucky enough to be able to work from home with that job so that it gives me some flexibility to do the council work. Awesome. So you, you've been a council member already for one term. What's, uh, what's driving you to want to do it, do it all over again, get another term in there? Yeah. Um, you know, you know, I, I feel like there's there's been a lot that has been accomplished the last four years, and and I don't ever, I don't like ever like to say that that I did it all, or it's a very collaborative work. The council has done a lot together with with um, with the residents to get uh, development squared away to kind of change and shift gears a little bit and and get a little bit ahead of the the growth. The growth is a difficult thing to uh, to handle sometimes. And for me, it's just been being able to keep developers in check and, you know, be reasonable with them, but, but also just make sure that they're fulfilling their promises. They're doing what they've, they've promised that they do. And uh, that's, that's what drives me the most, to be honest, is um, I just want to make sure that, that what has been promised is executed. And, uh, and so I, I've spent a lot of time doing that. I'd like to continue to do that. Um, as we go forward, we've changed the zoning code. We've ch we've changed the general plan to to move ourselves into a, a new uh, kind of a new era of the city. Uh, to, you know, we're we're kind of out of those teenage years. I feel we're we've grown up, and we just need to make sure that we we stay on that right path. And, and I'd like to help with that. So you're you're a veteran of the election process. You've you've run before, and you're running again. What's what's it like? Oh goodness, I. You know, to, to be brutally honest, it's it's one of the hardest things that that a person can do, uh, especially if you're if you're uh, like me. I, I'm just, you know, I, I'm a fairly sociable person, but I'm not a, a an out there 
put yourself out there kind of person. So I just recall the first time in the first election when I saw my face on a banner and I just like my face turned beet red because it I didn't want to see myself on a banner, but you know, I talked to a lot of people, oh you gotta you gotta put up your banners, you gotta put up your signs, you've got to do all these different things. People need to know who you are to get elected and, and so it's it's kind of a, a bit of a two-edged sword. And the the, the hardest thing and I commend all the candidates for it, is the hardest thing is, is you, kind of, you kind of step over this boundary of I'm, I'm a resident, but now all of a sudden I'm a politician. The second you run for office, you're now that politician group of people. And so you, you get seen a little bit differently, understandably so. Uh, so there's a lot of the, the questions that are, that are difficult to come out. Not, not just hard questions, but accusatory questions, that type of thing. Uh, a lot of great questions too that help you formulate opinions, but it, it just can be a little bit difficult because it feels personal sometimes. It's not, but it feels that way just because of the, the atmosphere and the political climate that we live in. Uh, and so, yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, I think it's worth it. I wish that I wish that every person had the opportunity to be able to to serve as a as some kind of elected official, just because I think it's a, a great growth opportunity for for each person. Thanks for being with us today, and appreciate your time. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, we are with Carolyn Love, candidate for Eagle Mountain City Council. Thanks for being with us, Carolyn. Thank Um, you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, I have been involved in business for my entire career, and I have served on the leadership team of a local company for 29 years. And this company is now seven times the size that it was when we first started. And in order to manage that growth, our leadership team has had to have a good vision for the future. We have had to make decisions to support that vision. And we have had to develop policies and procedures to uh, manage that growth. I really enjoy this type of collaboration and investigating issues and finding solutions. I also make it a practice to gather and analyze data so that I make sure that I have a comprehensive understanding of all the issues at hand before proposing solutions. And I feel like my experience doing this will be beneficial in guiding the expected growth that Eagle Mountain is facing. Um, On a more personal note, I have lived in northern Utah County for most of my life and Eagle Mountain now for six years. I have four children and seven grandchildren, all but one of those have chosen to make Eagle Mountain their home. Um, And they are part of my motivation to preserve all of the aspects that make Eagle Mountain a great place to raise a family. So why are you running? I mean, you're you're putting yourself out there. What, what, what's your why? What makes you want to do this? Yes, you are definitely putting yourself out there when you run. Um, I have felt a desire to be more involved and make a difference in the lives of people for quite a while. And this led me to pursue a um, degree in political science. And as a part of that, I was able to work with the state legislature this year. And it was really inspiring to be a part of passing legislation that really tried to tackle tough problems like suicide and substance abuse prevention. And um, it was great to just feel like you were involved in making a difference. And when that ended, it left a real void for me. And I decided to start looking at ways that I could be of service here at home in Eco Mountain. I looked at a lot of different options, but then I decided um, that city council would be the best way for me to just jump in with both feet and try to put my experience to use. So running for city council, that can be a pretty intimidating experience. What's the experience been like for you? Well, I kind of think it's like a five-month job interview. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a lot of ups and downs. 
and it takes a lot of work. Um, and I expected it to take a lot of work, but what I didn't really expect was that I'd enjoy it as much as I have. It's been really great to be able to get out and to meet so many people in Eagle Mountain and to develop a lot of new friendships in the process. People have been very responsive, and they have shown me a lot of support, and I've really appreciated that. And it's also been great to learn about a lot of the unique businesses that we have in our city, a lot of them owned by Eagle Mountain residents. So all in all, it's been a real positive experience, but I can't say that I'm not glad that it will be over in about a week. Well, thank you so much for being here, and thank you for your time. No, thank you. Uh, this will conclude uh, this, uh, this podcast. This is uh, Talking Up Eagle Mountain. We appreciate our listeners, so let your friends know about this uh, podcast and uh, let us know if there's anything else that you'd like to, uh, for us to discuss on a, on a podcast on Talking Up Eagle Mountain. Thank you for listening. Hello, Evan here. If you would like to suggest a topic for a future episode of the podcast, you can send an email to info at emcity.org or send a text message to 801-358-1175. That's 801-358-1175.